number uh, eight this morning. And uh, let's uh, read together. It says, And in the same region there were shepherds out in their fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were fear filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you, is born, unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and singing glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those whom he is well pleased. When the angel went away from them into the heavens, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that happened. And with the Lord he made known to us. And they went in haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered, and all the shepherds had told them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, as it was been told to them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he conceived, was conceived in the womb. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for the stay that you've given us. Lord, we just thank you for the warm words, Lord, we find in Scripture, Lord, of that glorious Christmas day. When the child was born, Lord, without much fanfare or recognition from the world. But, Lord, we come this morning to, Lord, should rejoice just like the shepherds and angels, Lord, singing glory to God in the highest and peace on earth and goodwill towards men. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Man, it up. Uh, you know, you think about Christmas, and one of the great things about Christmas is always like the anticipation. You know, it's always the anticipation of, uh, of the gifts. And I know that some of you, uh, you are still children, or maybe you remember, uh, remember way back, way, 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 way back when you were children. And uh, you remember just like the anticipation of Christmas as uh, Christmas was begin approaching and they would put the tree up and then uh, over the course of the week as the tree was up, it was beginning to be populated with presents. And uh, then you would wake up on, uh, on the Christmas morning and uh, you would go into the living room and see that there was uh, many presents that were there, uh, had come there overnight. And uh, some people tell you stories about how they got there, but you didn't ask no questions. You were just glad that there were presents. And I know the first thing that I did uh, when I come down to uh, look at the presents is I'm probably sure the first thing that you did when you came to look down at presents, and especially if you had siblings, because you wanted to count at the boxes and to make sure that your brother didn't get more boxes than what you got. And so it's just the anticipation as you unwrap those gifts and as you look with anticipation to see what it is that you had uh, received. But it also is a great day of anticipation for those that have given the gifts as you have planned and uh, conspired to uh, get them what would be the, the perfect gift of what they would want for the Christmas. And you look with anticipation of just seeing the joy in their eyes as the day finally came where they would open up that present and you would see the excitement in their hearts. 
And just a great time of anticipation that you would feel. And you could almost hardly keep it in yourself to tell them what they were going to get because of the amount of anticipation that was in your heart. Or maybe you feel those same hints of uh, anticipation, of wanting to tell news that maybe when you have had uh, a child and, uh, or going to have a child and the word hasn't gotten out yet, and you're just waiting for the day that you're going to break the news to your husband or to the rest of the family that you're going to have a child, and you just can barely keep that news inside your heart until it's appropriate time. But this morning we read not as much about the shepherds this morning, but we read about the angels and how much anticipation had to be in their hearts and their life as they knew that even before the foundations of the earth, that the day of the coming of Jesus Christ to walk upon this world and save his people were coming. And I'm sure they were just waiting with great anticipation, wanting to tell the people the great news that Jesus was finally here. And I'm sure that maybe there was a, an argument in the monks of the host of the angels was who was going to be the one that would get to go tell Mary the great news? Who was going to be the one to get to tell the shepherds the great news? And I'm sure there were many other angels who were wanting to tell many other people to share the great news about the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. But now just imagine the excitement in their hearts and their lives as the day had finally come for them to come and make the name known of Jesus, that he was come. And I'm sure they asked God the Father, who is it that you want us to go tell the news? Who do you want to be the first ones to hear that Jesus is actually here? Do you want us to go tell the king? No, you're not going to go tell the king. Do you want us to go tell one of the great prophets? No. Do you want us to go tell some of the rulers? Do you want us to go tell some of the religious leaders? No. Well, who do you want us to go tell? I want you to go tell the group, a group of shepherds. Shepherds. You know, it's just amazing that Jesus, I mean, that God chose to reveal the news of Christ's coming to a group of lowly, lowly shepherds. And it just shows you in God's wisdom of how humble to which Jesus came upon this earth. He was going to be born a king, but yet he was born in mere obscurity. And as the king was coming to be born, they didn't even uh, make bother to make room for him in the end. And I just think about how even maybe we get more privileges and more honor than what Jesus did. I think about when the Bonhams and the Cinemonts go to Huddle House after church on Sunday. And you look to that place, and that may look like there ain't no table. But when the Bonhams and the Cinemonts come in there, people get to stepping and people get moving. And they make room so they can eat there because they are people of great honor there at the Huddle House. And that's why I always go with them because I know I'm going to get a seat. Yeah. But anyway, you just think about what low honor and what low estate that the birth of Jesus had received. But Jesus goes, to, I mean, the angels go to reveal to the shepherds, a group of people who spent most of their time on the outskirts of town, people that you would think that would have the same 
image of like the cowboys or the ranch hands and the people uh, who spent most of their time away from the public. And when they got in the public, they really didn't know how to act because they were dirty and they filthy and they were, they were nasty and they didn't know the proper words to say and people didn't really, uh, people really didn't like them. As a matter of fact, that, uh, that you remember that, uh, when they went to, uh, to Egypt, when Joseph and his family were moving to Egypt, they said, well, what does your family do when they were bringing the family in? Well, we are shepherds. And remember, they moved them into a land that was just a little bit away from all the main people because being a shepherd was a lowly, lowly position, even for the people of Egypt. And so here were these lowly people that the angels and God wanted to know that the Savior had been born. While even in the midst there were magis on the way, people representing the kingship and people representing the highest of the population, the angels sent word to the lowly, lowly angels. And isn't it good to know that the message of Jesus is for those who are on the top of the pole as well as those at the very, very bottom. All of us need and all of us can enjoy the salvation and the good news that comes from Jesus Christ. But now comes the day that the angels come, and I'm sure they have thought for this clearly through as to what they were going to do. And so the angels come, and first they do the introduction. How are the angels going to introduce themselves? And man, you just see a, a great a scene that takes place that it says they appear as like the image of, of God, of the glory of God. And we always represent, and this is the place, it's just a great light, almost a blinding light. And the angels come with just a sense of glory and a sense of honor and representing God. And that is the entrance that they make. And as they see this, this great light, and as the shepherds see this all in the midst of their daily uh, routine, all of a sudden there's this great light. They fall down and they tremble in fear. I said, man, what's about to happen to us? Are we about to get struck down? Are we about to get taken from here? Are we about to get abducted by aliens? What's about to happen to us? And then all of a sudden, as they make their entrance, the angels begin to speak. And they speak, first of all, and they said, Fear not, for I bring you good news and great joy. Doesn't that really represent the message of Christmas this morning? That I bring you good news and great joy. And you just think about how much in the world today all we hear is bad news and grumbling. You're probably going to get to your family fellowships this afternoon and probably all you're going to hear is bad news and grumbling. You're going to get to work back when you go back to work and there's probably just going to be bad news and grumbling. But the message of Christ, the message of Christmas brings us good news and good joy. That today in the city of David has been born this day to you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And I really don't know how up to date the shepherds were on their understanding of the Old Testament. But us in our ears and the people who heard this message would know that it was the promised coming of the Messiah. And isn't it good to know that we receive in Jesus Christ all the promises that he has made to us, that now a Savior has come. Because isn't that what we need in our world today? We need a Savior. 
We have so many problems and we have so many struggles here in this world. And what we really need is a Savior. A lot of people will say that, uh, you know, I don't need a Savior. I don't need someone to save me for my sins and my problems. Well, that's you, but I don't tell you right off this morning, I need one. Because I've got a whole lot of problems I've got to fix. I've got a whole lot of hurts that won't go away. I got a lot of anguish and I got a lot of things in my life that I really can't deal with and I need someone to save me. I know what the right thing to do is, but you know what? Most of the time, I just really can't seem to pull it off. This morning, I need a Savior. And this morning, you do too. And I got news, good news for you this morning because this morning, if you're looking for a Savior, this morning, if you're looking for help, this morning, I got good news, a great joy. Because there is a Savior who is Christ the Lord, who will not only save you for our pressing problems here upon this earth, but will save our souls, and we will get to spend eternity with Him in heaven. He gave them the great news and said, this is going to be a sign to you. This is going to be a sign that's going to show you that uh, we are who we are, and we're not just some people making up a scam you know, we're not just those same people who call you up on the telephone talking about your car insurance and your car warranty. We're going to show you that we're legit. We're going to show you we're from God. This is going to be the sign. You're going to go and you're going to find the baby and his mother. And you're going to find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, not the good clothes, not the clothes that are usually uh, for the great babies. Not all the fine clothes that Brother Larry's uh, grandchild was up in this week. But rather, it was common clothes. It was poor people clothes. It was clothes that weren't befitting of a king, but yet there a king laid. So you're going to go to this place. You're going to go to this house, and you're going to see this people, and you're going to see this baby, and this is what he's going to be dressed in. And then the angels, after deliver their message, they started singing a song of praise. Glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth and goodwill towards men. What a great song that the angels sing. Maybe there some, were some more words to it. Or maybe it was just like our, a lot of our modern, modern worship service uh, songs, you know, just the same chorus 5,500 times over. But what he said was the great news is that now for the first time in a long time, there was glory in heaven and yet there was peace on earth. There was now an arrangement of an agreement between the Lord and the heaven and His chosen people here upon this earth that now the angels get to finally proclaim there is avenue for peace to which we can have with God. And then after their singing, the angels disappeared. And all of a sudden, the shepherds kind of looked. The light was gone, and uh, all that was gone, and they were just kind of looking at each other. And I'm sure this is why that God sent these angels to the cowboys and to the rednecks, because they're the only ones that would see something about something that was scary as this and say, well, let's go check it out. So let's go see these things are true. It pierced their curiosity. And so they went and they found the things just as they are, were told. And then they share with Mary and Joseph about the angels. And they all just sat around that night and just swapped angel stories. 
What a great night that would have been. Joseph shared his angel story. Yeah, I found out my wife was pregnant, thought she was cheating on me. But then an angel appeared to me. Mary shared an angel story. Man, I had all these great plans. I was going to get married, and I was looking forward to that great day. But the Lord came, an angel came, and told me I was going to have a child that was going to be conceived of the Holy Spirit. And then the shepherds shared their angel story about how they were just minding their own business. And then all of a sudden, out of the darkness, down comes the angel. Isn't it good to know the messengers that speak to us and share us the good news about Jesus Christ? And so they share the story. And as they fellowship together, they leave. And they go tell everybody they see, spending their life giving glory to God and telling everybody who would listen what the angels had told them and what they had seen. And it is an amazing that the angels came sharing the good news of the coming of Jesus Christ, shared it with the shepherds. And the shepherds went and saw, and then they believed, and they went away, praising God and singing their own song and telling the story about the coming of Jesus to anyone who would listen. That's what Jesus wants us to know this morning. Not only that he has come, just as the scripture tells us, not only that has he come to bring us peace and hope and joy, but he wants to put it inside of our heart and he wants to save us our souls. But yet he wants us to be like the shepherds, to go away singing and praising and glorifying God and telling everybody what they have seen in their life through Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this day, for all the things that you bless us with. Lord, we thank you for sending your Son to walk upon this earth. But even more importantly, Lord, we thank you for sending him to die on the cross for our sins. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.